Today, I will be sampling a gluten-free, dairy-free, all the free strawberry cheesecake. And then I'm gonna sample a not so gluten-free, dairy-free, all the free Belgian chocolate cheesecake since it's my birthday. Welcome to episode one of the Feast on That podcast. So since this is my birthday episode, I wanted to talk to you guys about some of my favorite things about food. I have always had a love for food since I was young. As soon as I could open my mouth, I was eating. I'm I'm not even kidding. My dad was so good at feeding me, like feeding me foods I was not supposed to be eating as an infant. Praise the Lord. He protected me. I did not choke. I did not die. Obviously, I'm still here. But that is where my love for food was acquired. It was from infancy. I'm telling you, I think from cake to ice cream to fruits, anything that was super sweet, I was so in love. Actually, as I've gotten older, my taste palette is drawn more towards things that are salty or savory. I do like a good dessert. Um, And on this episode, obviously, we'll be talking about cakes because it's the birthday episode. But I am drawn more to savory or salty things, specifically chips. Y'all, they are the thorn in my flesh. They, I mean, I have to have someone tell me, Amber, put the chips down. So one of the first pictures I actually have, it's a picture of me sitting as a toddler in the middle of the kitchen floor. And what is beside me but none other than a bag of potato chips. Yes, the bag of potato chips had been opened and all around me covering the kitchen floor. Those chips were everywhere. And obviously my mom thought it was adorable. That's why she took the picture. But I'm telling you, food is so great. I'm so glad God gifted us I mean, he could have given us anything, right? He could have created another way for us to be fed or satisfied, but he gave us taste and he gave us all of the different complexities of food in the world, all the dynamics and colors. I don't know about you, but I'm very grateful that I was not one of the children in the desert eating manna. I am just grateful. So one of my favorite restaurants ever. Cali in Tito's. Cali and Tito's in Athens, Georgia. The original, not the one on the east side. Everyone tries to go to the one on the east side, but I'm like, no, you got to go to the one on Lumpkin. It is so cool. Just the vibe and the culture of it. And they call it their Latin thing from plantains to rice to burritos to chips and salsa to Cuban sandwiches anything that you can think of in Latin cuisine it is at Cali in Tito's it's just so good it makes me want to get up and salsa dance in the middle of my meal because the music is so much fun. The atmosphere and environment is so much fun. And it's a cool little area right close to the University of Georgia. If you're ever near there, if you go down for a game, go dogs, sick them. Or if 
you're just there for a visit. It's a great place. My favorite thing on the menu, favorite thing on the menu is Tito's Fish Burrito. That's right, Tito's Fish Burrito. Write it down, go get it, eat it up, so good. It has the fish, it's got spicy mayo, it's got lettuce, red onions. I like onions, but I don't like an onion in every bite, so I take those out. But it also has sweet plantains. It's so good. It's got the sweet and the spicy and the salty from the fit. Like, oh, so good. I usually get a banana smoothie while I'm there too, which it's a little sweeter, um, depending on how ripe the bananas are, because they make them fresh. I'm personally a fan of a riper banana, like a sweeter banana, while I know some people like their bananas more green, and then some people don't like bananas at all. So if you don't like bananas, don't get it. But I do. I enjoy it. It's very good. Again, Tito's Fish Burrito at Cali in Tito's in Athens, Georgia. Probably one of my favorite restaurants of all time. It scores for me a 10 on the food scale, a 10 on the environment scale. It's great all around. Highly recommended. Now, my favorite restaurant in Nashville, Tennessee is Coco's Italian Restaurant. Legit Italians run Coco's. It is so good. Authentic. It's fresh from pasta dishes to pizza, from wine selection to their desserts. Now, let me tell you, my favorite dessert in all of Nashville, a chocolate dipped cannoli. Out of this world, delicious. So if you are ever in the Nashville area, make sure to go to Coco's. They also have an Italian market there. So you can buy pasta and cookware and spices and ingredients. So make sure to stop by Coco's. And if you do, please, I beg you, get a chocolate dipped cannoli. I always get two and I always get the large. It's worth it. It is worth every bite. And it's my favorite dessert probably that I've ever had. Speaking of dessert, we're about to have a cake smack down, 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 down. Oh, wait. I gotta get a candle. Found it. Now sing along, y'all. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Amber. Happy birthday to you. Here we go. The gluten-free... Dairy free, all the free. Man, we'll see how this goes. I don't even know. Has a nice strawberry icing on top with some strawberries on top of it. The cheesecake layer and then the crust. Oh, this crust. It looks really good. It looks like it has almonds maybe in the crust. We'll see. I'm about to take a bite. Here we go. Mmm. Mmm. You know, that's not bad. It's definitely not a, um, like a Cheesecake Factory cheesecake or anything like that, but, I mean, it's not bad. It's not bad to be gluten-free, dairy-free, all the free. Definitely, if you are, you know, dieting, 
or, you know, just trying to cut back and not blow all your calories for your birthday. I mean, this isn't a bad option. It's not a bad option. So, sorry, I'm taking another bite. You know, it's not bad. The icing, it's kind of sweet. But the cheesecake and the the almond crust, that's what it is. It's an almond um, pie crust. So that's how they get the it to be gluten-free. But it's very good. It's very good. So, yeah. I give this on a score factor. Well, I can't put it in the same category. But for the gluten-free, dairy-free, all the free, I give it about an 8. Now, for our next competitor, the not-so-gluten-free, dairy-free, all the free, Belgian chocolate cheesecake. Mm. If you like chocolate, which I know most people do, but there are a few of y'all out there that don't like chocolate, which, you know, the Lord forgives you. It's got some crumbles, some chocolate crumble on top. I think it might be like a Oreo crust or a chocolate crust. I like the way a cheesecake looks. It's got to be very clean, very inviting. Cake-wise, I mean, it looks pretty good. I think I'm just going to go ahead and d dive into this thing. There we go. There we go. Let me see. Mm. Now that is rich. That is so good. This was on earth as it is in heaven. That's what this is. On the scale meter, this one's got a 10, y'all. It's a 10. So, yay. Happy birthday to me. Now, for my favorite food, just in general, my favorite food, which you cannot find anywhere anymore. You can't. You just can't find it. Why? Because my favorite food in the whole world was my mama's fried okra. Yes, mama's fried okra was the best food ever. Like, ever. Like, you could just snack on it all day long. So good. She would mix flour and cornmeal for the breading, fried up herself in a cast iron skillet. So good. And I have not found anyone who can make it quite as well as she could. I, I've i tried. I've tried myself to make it. And it's gotten close. It's gotten pretty close. But there's just something different when you have your grandmother's cooking. I loved visiting my grandmother. She was one of my best friends. I would go visit her and we would just sit around and talk and cook and eat and just enjoy time together. And um, it's been two years now since she passed away. And, you know, I just miss her every day. But I know right now she is in heaven and she is feasting on everything that God has kept in store for her there. And I don't want her to come back anytime soon, but I'm excited for the day when I get to see her again. You know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe she co is cooking fried okra up there. I don't know. Maybe that's, you know, at the big potluck. That's what she brought to the table in the kingdom of heaven. I don't even know. I do miss her. I do miss her cooking. And again, that is my favorite food in the whole world. I won't ever get it again in this lifetime. But, you know, there's some things that just happened that way, you know, that we, we have them for a moment, we get to cherish it for a moment, and we enjoy the memory. We enjoy the memory that we had. And I know some people, they say, you know, well, I just wish I never had it at all. 
you know, and I'm at this point, I'm not just talking about cooking. I'm just talking about life in general. You know, there's things that happen in our life, whether it's people that come in and out, whether it's jobs or opportunities or whether it's possessions or, you know, whatever it is, whether it's a dream that was finally achieved or a business that was had or, you know, whatever the the thing is that you can think of right now, whatever that thing is, and then you lost it. Something happened and it's out of your hands now. And some people would say, you know, well, I just wish I never experienced it at all. You know, I'm not a believer in that. I am more of, there's a reason that it was in our life. There's a reason that that job was in our life for this particular season. There's a reason that we had that beautiful house, but then lost it in in the market crash. You know, there's a reason to everything under the sun. And I believe that God, he is the giver of all things. But as, you know, we read in different parts of scripture, he gives and he takes away. But at the end of the day, what can we, what can we do? You know, nothing really is in our hands and in our control. And we just have to trust that, Um, The things that were in our life for that season that we can look back on the memories and the lessons learned and the joy that was found and really cherish that. So as we approach new seasons and new gifts and new things, because God is always doing a new thing, we can keep in mind the memory, cherish the heart behind the gift and really honor the giver who is God. By approaching this new season, approaching a new day with the lessons learned and the joy that was gathered from that season. And we can move into new seasons of life with the memories and hold on to them and continue to walk forward, treasuring not just the gift, but the giver. So as we walk into 2021, I just want to encourage you with that. Just to encourage you as this is a new year. 2020 was challenging. It was hard. There were so many lives lost. And I just want to take a moment now just to just to honor the lives and honor the families who have lost loved ones this past year. As we approach this new season and enter into this new year, it's there's still going to be challenges. There will still be difficulty. We're still trying to figure out new normals each and every day. I just want to encourage you to to not lose heart, to keep hope alive. That is the biggest gift we have is not just our own life, but the life that we can have because of God who has given us life. He's breathed breath the breath of life into our lungs so that we're on this earth. But you know, he's also given us his son, Jesus, so that we can have eternal life and not just, you know, walk through this earth and then to be separated from him. Like he's given us life so that we can be with him forever and that we can enjoy life forever. After these earthly trials, There is something to look forward to. There is a heaven and a God in that heaven and a Jesus Christ who 
loves us so much that he died on our behalf so that we could live forever with him. And that's, that's the joy of salvation. I just want to invite you to, to dig deeper, to see if there really is more and to ask more questions. I know there's so many people in the world right now who are looking for answers. They're looking for hope. You know, why would a good God allow COVID-19 to impact our world the way that it has? You know, these are hard questions. These are real questions. You know, why did my loved one die? Why did they have to die this way? You know, why has I, have I experienced so much loss? You know, these are hard but real questions that we will only be able to find the answers to them in Jesus Christ and through the church. I know there's so many different opinions about the church and what the church means, but for those who have lived for Christ, who once were in darkness and living in the shadows and were outcasts and were separated, those who have truly been redeemed and truly have seen what it means to follow Jesus, those are the people that you should be talking to, to finding out what exactly do you have? What is it that keeps you going when you're going through so much trials and hardships? What is it? I just want to encourage you to ask somebody that. You know, whether you know them personally or whether it's a friend of a friend. I don't, I don't know. But whoever it is that comes to your mind right now that you just need to have a conversation with them, I encourage you to do that. Just to pick up the phone and call them or message them, whether it's on social media or however you choose to connect. Just reach out to somebody and ask the hard questions that need to be asked. Because I do believe there's hope. I believe that this past year, it won't be wasted. It won't be wasted. Good things will come. And there's good things that have happened this past year. Some people are getting more time with their families than they never had before. I know that's both a can be both a blessing and a curse at times. But I praise God that he is given opportunity for us to really hone in and focus in on what's most important in life. And that's loving him and loving others well that's all I have for you guys for this episode. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to stay up to date with the latest episodes. But right now, I'm about to go take a walk to walk off some of this cheesecake. So until next time, feast on that.